Well, welcome. My name's Adrian and it's my privilege and pleasure to bring something fresh from God's Word that I've been carrying. And uh, I invite you to draw up a chair, stir up your hearts, and let's be eager to meet with Jesus and hear from him through his Word. Uh, it's bubbling out uh, of my heart, uh, a sense of picture that Dave has recently been stirred with as we've prayed as elders, a sense of God's river flushing through a dry bed. And as it does so, it cleanses and it clears and it refreshes uh, this riverbed. It renews it and fresh water flows. Along similar lines, uh, I've, I've been hearing the word simplify. God has been speaking to me. I think he's speaking to us as Open Door, simplify. We could maybe describe the two, those two pictures, uh, the river and simplify as God speaking to us about decluttering our hearts and bringing and coming to him with fresh simplicity. Decluttering our hearts and coming to him with fresh simplicity. And you know, in this age of complexity, especially as we emerge from lockdown, it's important that we keep the main thing, the main thing. Keep the main thing, the main thing. As someone has said, keep it simple. Keep it simple, simplify. In listening to many stories, many of your stories and others over the last year, it's, uh, for many of us, they found that maybe a sense of refreshment in a slightly slower pace, ability to pause and reflect. And what if one gift that God has given us in this last season was to invite us to simplify our walk with him. What if one gift he's given you and I this last season is to simplify our walk with him? Uh, Paul writes to a busy Corinthian church full of bustling life uh, in a big metropolis, a city, but it was in danger of embracing a different spirit, different teaching, a different Christ. He says this, uh, 2 Corinthians 11 2, I'm jealous for you with a godly jealousy, Corinthian church. I promise you to one husband, Christ, that I might present you as a pure virgin to him. But I'm afraid that just as Eve was deceived by the snake's cunning, your minds may be somehow led astray from your sincere and pure devotion to Christ. Or another translation puts it, led astray from your pure and simple devotion to Christ. So I want to echo that jealousy for us today, that we respond to his voice, Christ's voice, for a pure and simple devotion to him. To illustrate, I'm going to use a well-known event from the Gospels where Jesus takes three disciples up a mountain, Peter, James and John. And it's recorded, he takes them up to pray. And as they go up the mountain and pray, there before them, Jesus is transfigured. He's transformed. His face is shining like the sun, like lightning, like bleached cloth, the gospel writers uh, say. His clothes are bright, his face is bright, and they have a revelation. The three of them have a revelation of Jesus Christ. His humanity fades it's as if, and his, uh, his godliness is revealed. His humanity, his godliness is revealed. They can, they can hardly look at him. Why do I tell this event? Well, because up this mountain, uh, as they have this revelation of the glory and majesty of Christ, 
Peter gets pulled away from simple devotion and has a good plan to, okay, let's, let's put up some tents. Let's, let's, start, let's have a structure. Uh, we, we, we could build a worship tent. Let's, let's capture the moment and maybe we could build a monument. Uh, I, maybe I think worship should look like this in this moment, Jesus. Let me read the story from Matthew 17 and you hear those, uh, those echoes of uh, him, Peter, moving away from simplicity. I think it's a warning to us. It's a call to us. It's an engagement with us to look at Christ and him alone in this season. After six days, Matthew 17, after six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James and John, the brother of James. He led them up a high mountain by themselves to pray. There he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun and his clothes became as white as the light. Just then there appeared before them Moses and Elijah talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it's good for us to be here. If you like, I'll put up three booths, three tents, one for you, one for Moses and one for Elijah. Peter has some great ideas of how he could add to this moment. Uh, but God the Father speaks. God the Father speaks into Peter's distraction. It's like he's bringing him back to the simplicity of focus on the one who's being glorified in front of him. So while he was still speaking, a bright cloud covered them and a voice from the cloud said, this is my son whom I love, with him I'm well pleased. Listen to him, listen to him. This is my son whom I love, with him I'm well pleased. Listen to him. Peter, listen to him. Adrian, listen to him. Open door, listen to him. Talk about simplify. Be at rest, Peter. Be at rest, open door. Be at rest, each of us. Gaze on him. Think on him. Be still before him. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell down to the ground, terrified. But Jesus came and touched them. Get up, he said, don't be afraid. And when they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus. Friends, whom is our devotion, the simplicity of our devotion? Who or what is it focused on? Is it focused on the one of whom the Father speaks? This is my son, whom I love. With him I'm well pleased. Is it Christ, the fullness of God in bodily form? Is it Christ, our righteousness? Is it Christ, the way, the truth and the life? Is our simplicity of devotion on Christ, our salvation, Christ, the lover of ourselves, Christ, our sacrifice? Is our devotion focused on Christ of the scripture, Christ of the prophetic promises from start to finish, Christ the head of the church, Christ the Son of God, is our simplicity of devotion on Christ who will, love, who will judge the living and the dead, Christ the one who took our sins, Christ who carried our pains and our weaknesses in order that we could be presented before God without spot or blemish. Is our simplicity of devotion on Christ the King the one who rules his kingdom, rule will fill the cosmos. Is it Christ that we focus on who presents us to the Father? 
the one who washes his bride and feeds us? Is it Christ who saves us completely? Is our simplicity of devotion on him? Listen to him, the father said to Peter, who was so distracted. Let's listen to him. What does that simple instruction, listen to him, look like? What does it mean to listen to him? I think we quieten ourselves down. We find ourselves with so many things in our hands, don't we? With so many thoughts. We take time to quieten ourselves and to know that these things in our hands are open before him. We listen to him and we respond. And as we respond, we look in his wonderful face. Do you remember that old song? Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full, look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. We can look full into the face of Jesus Christ. And as we look into his face, we see the face of the Father. We see an embrace. We see he smiles towards us. He's warm towards us. He embraces us. He's loving. He welcomes us. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Now the early church, they turned their eyes upon Jesus. They became as simple in their devotion. They listened to him. How did they do it? Well, Acts 2, uh, the end of Acts chapter 2, uh, Peter has preached, thousands have been saved and added. And he says, uh, the promise is for you, you and your children, all who are far off, for all whom our Lord or God will call. With many other words he warned them, he pleaded with them, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Those who heard his message were baptised. After this Pentecost moment, 3,000 were added to their number that day. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship, to breaking of bread and to prayer. They devoted themselves you see, in their simplicity, they devoted themselves. In their simplicity, they listened to Christ by devoting themselves to the teaching of Christ. Apostles' teaching was, tell us the stories of what Jesus did. What did he say? Where did he go? How did he uh, react in these situations? What was his teaching of the Father? They devoted themselves together to the apostles' teaching. They listened to Jesus through that. They devoted themselves to fellowship. When we devote ourselves to fellowship, we're devoting ourselves to one another because Christ is in that connection. We are Christ's body. Friends, devotion to communion and fellowship together is an expression of our love for Jesus. They devoted themselves to, to breaking of bread. They remembered Jesus. They remembered Jesus in the sharing of the bread. They remembered his teachings, apostles' teaching. They remembered his body by celebrating the fellowship. They remembered his body by taking bread and wine. And friends, they devoted themselves to prayer together. Prayer is talking, but also listening. Listen to him. What if this season, I believe God is calling us to corporate prayer, to listen to him in small groups and as a large group. As we pray this evening, if you're listening uh, on Sunday, we are praying this evening, 8pm on our normal Zoom challenge. What if this is a season to be simplifying, to listening to him in corporate prayer, like the early church, they devoted themselves to prayer. They kept it simple. They kept focus on Christ, his teaching, 
his body, his bread, the bread and wine, and prayer. You know, throughout scripture, there's times the enemy comes and he brings accusations. And often the way he comes to attack, he brings clutter. He clutters up our minds with word twists, like in Genesis to Eve. Did God really say? He starts to tangle her in lies. And before we know it, she's, she's got tied up and uh, stepped into sin with, uh, with Adam. Maybe the devil comes and he tangles us up with words and fear. He comes to clutter us. When Jesus' invitation is to know declutter in our lives, to simplify. The devil brings diversion. He brings division. He brings multiple voices. They all begin to shout. And we, which one? Friends, simplify means listen to him. Are you and I, are we listening to his voice? To his voice. Friends, we have scripture to know what his voice is. We have prophetic words that come and strengthen us. Listen to his voice, the voice of Christ. And sometimes we become so frantic, don't we? In the West, sometimes being busy can be a badge of honour. Oh, I'm too busy. I'm so busy. Look how important I am. We can become busy even in Christian service. Maybe we think at the minute, I am so busy, I can't simplify my life right now. I have so many demands. And I'm unable to quieten myself, really. Underneath, maybe, you know, we know that we've moved away from devotion. Other things become more attractive, friends. Let's listen to him. Our world says jump, and when it says jump, we, we think we must jump. Our culture says jump, be busy. Jesus says, the Father says of Jesus, listen to him. Paul calls us, that letter to the Corinthians, don't be moved away from pure and simple devotion to Christ. The Father speaks in that moment of revelation on the mountain. This is my son. Listen to him. See him as he really is. And I'm struck so much by that uh, event on the mountain that the, uh, Christ took the three disciples up the mountain to pray and it was in an invitation to prayer that they saw the risen Christ. And I'm challenged for my own prayer life, I'm challenged for our prayer life as open door, that God is calling us up the mountain together to pray. And as we pray, we have an encounter with the King and we see Jesus through, for who he truly is is we have revelation of him. That revelation came as Jesus prayed up a mountain and took his disciples. Friends, I believe God is calling us to gather in prayer and as we do so, we will have a revelation of Christ. Out of that revelation of Christ flows nourishment to the church and the body. Out of that revelation of Christ flows social action and a love for our town in acts of mercy and compassion out of that revelation of christ we're strengthened in the ways we're already serving our communities in teaching and healthcare and in our streets with our neighbors out of that revelation of christ the children and the teenagers and our worship as a church are impacted friends let's be those that follow the invitation of christ to meet with him gather together to pray and there he's transfigured before us 
And as we come out of lockdown and we talk about so much talking, I'm sure, of what is life going to look like? As we make plans and we're tempted to get busy and as we work through what Open Door looks like and even how is Eden Centre going to be our home and, and what changes, kids are back at school, we can respond to his voice together. We can be those who are devoted in simplicity and purity to him. That's the, the work of the Spirit in our lives. We can be those who continue to respond and decluttering our lives. It's an ongoing process of simplifying. We can be those devoted to the apostles' teaching, the stories of Christ. We can be those devoted to fellowship. We can be those devoted to the simplicity of communion and, and uh, those devoted to the simplicity of prayer, listening to him. When I invite you this season, create opportunity to be at rest, quiet before him. Enter into the events of that transfiguration. See it from the disciples' point of view. Imagine it from Jesus' point of view. There he is talking, uh, Moses and Elijah, the prophets. Uh, there he is, reveals where the Father speaks over him. Let's be still. Let's be still. Let me finish by rereading this, uh, uh, this event from Matthew 17. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James and John, the brother of James, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. There he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, his clothes became as white as the light. Just then there appeared before them Moses and Elijah talking with Jesus. Peter said, it's good for us to be here if you wish. I'll put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, a bright light covered them and a voice, a bright cloud covered them and a voice from the cloud said, this is my son whom I love, with him I'm well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell face down to the ground, terrified. But Jesus came and touched them. Get up, he said, don't be afraid. When they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus. This is my son, whom I love. With him the Father's world, please listen to him. Let's pray. Father, I pray for each of us, pray for myself. Lord, I pray that our hearts, you would enable our hearts to be quiet before you. Lord, you enable our hearts to respond to your call to come aside, to pray, to step up a mountain, to find you, time with you. Lord, I thank you that the, your heart to reveal yourself is greater Lord, than, than our heart to seek you. Lord, thank you that you, you're well able to make up what we lack. So I pray for each of us. I pray, Lord, you will lead us into moments of listening to your voice. You said your sheep know your voice. I pray for each of us, Lord, you will unblock, you will open our ears and our hearts. Father, you will wash through. Lord, let the river of water of life come and cleanse through our hearts. Lord, come and wash up. Lord, clutter of the noise of the last year particularly. Lord, come and wash through our hearts. 
They'll come and wash through the confusion of our thoughts, our emotions, our decisions. Come, Lord, and wash through, Lord, in open door. Let there be a clean water course. Come and wash through, Lord, our relationships, Lord, our teaching. Come and wash through, Lord, our communion with one another and with you. Lord, come and wash through prayer in open door. they a cleansing, Lord, a flooding of life upon us. Lord, come, Holy Spirit, and fill our rooms right now. Pray for your abiding presence. I just pray a release of your Spirit's presence on us now. Receive him, friends. <laughs> Receive the gracious love of God. Ah, be, yeah, be renewed in his sealing of our hearts before him. God bless you. Oh, man.